0: I hit record, so something must have happened, and I looked down like, oh, better I guess i some uh, losing the the condom recording than the actual jazz recording. So, uh,
1: I, I guess that depends on what the audience says.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting of the high notes, jazz talk. It is I. I am here. I am Hu Tran. Um, you can find me on the Twitterverse at Jazz High Notes. Uh, I don't have to spell that one out. That's a really easy one. At Jazz High Notes, um, and we are here. We are here to talk jazz. We are, I don't know, just a couple weeks away from the actual season starting, where things actually start to matter, where players will probably not sit for a uh, for resting. Um, uh, but first, let me introduce some. Um, uh, we got some guys here. Uh, this guy right here, um, uh, he's a master at red light, green light. Um, uh, it is. Um, uh, he goes a distance. Forty nine. What's up, uh, Jared Barker? I don't know much, man. How you been? Oh, good. I mean, just busy. You know, we're we're in the middle of football season. There's high school football, high school sports. Jazz are starting. Uh, it's so we're like I'm. A, we're we're we had a pre meeting text, I guess, change, and we're talking about like the NBA season starting, and you gave us the starting date, and Lo- Logan even said something like he said something like "fuck, I'm not ready for this." I'm like, yeah, and I'm like dude, I'm not. I'm barely like. There's a lot of people or who, who are like. They're rip roaring ready to go to next week already, and I'm just like, oh yeah, the Jazz are playing tonight. You know, it's preseason, whatever. Um, it doesn't feel real. <laughs> like I mean, I, we had a condensed off season, but still, just like it's it's a little weird. But um, let's not bury the lead. This guy, um, uh, this guy, I, I don't, I don't want to tell you how I know this, but this guy will, um, he will finish the honeycomb very quickly with his tongue. Um, yeah. It is uh, Dragon Squash Logan. What's up, man?
2: I can't believe it was the old man the whole time, <laughs> um, and really, I mean, I just—why did he? Why did he dye his hair red? What's that all about?
1: Uh,
0: you
1: know, that's hey. spoilers for some show I haven't watched yet? Yeah, my, that's, yeah, my, that's, yeah. My, that's my biggest. That's my biggest
2: question: is why is his hair red? I mean, what, what's your insight into that?
0: Um, uh, well, obviously, he has no soul, so he's just matching the—he's oh. uh, just matching the carpet with the pubes, so. I hope the car. <laughs> you, 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 that's the reference. You know what? I'm not gonna, if you know the reference, you are laughing. So, um, uh, folks, um, again, we're, we're you know we're recording this late night on uh, Wednesday, Thursday, fuck, Thursday the seventh of October, um, and yeah, we're we're like not a week, what, no, twelve days away from the first jazz game of the season, and um, we're not ready for it. I mean, I, Logan and I aren't ready. Jared, how 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 ready are you for the jazz season to start? I don't know. Isn't it
1: crazy that, like, it's only been like a year since two finals ago happened? Uh, I, I know what you guys mean about not being ready. kind bubble. Weird. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like um, we had the bubble, then we had uh, one week of off season. That we had the new season start. Then we had three days of off season. Then we had summer league, and now we're in preseason. So it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's been a blur. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so um, uh, the Jazz are in preseason. They've had. Uh, two games one that nobody could watch, and one that everybody could watch, and everybody did watch apparently. And everybody watched uh, the Jazz, or we're buried the lead. The Jazz, um, uh, have drafted a future Hall of Famer at number 40, um, who will probably be MVP of the league, um, uh, next year, um, Jared Butler. And uh, I'm gonna name this episode The Butler, like. You know the obvious thing is to put the Butler did it. I'm I refuse to do that. I'm not going to play because we're going to see that everywhere. You know there's going to be jazz graphics. The Butler did it. There's going to be articles. The Butler did it. And um, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm, I refuse to do that for, for this podcast. And so we're not going to name the title of that. Uh, but um, Logan, I know I know you're in, uh, in near Boise. There, you're still in market for the Jazz. Um, were you able to um, uh, catch the second Jazz game?
2: Uh, I could have. I did not. I, and I, it's I, preseason, sir. How dare you? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I and I have to do. I, I have to do some. I have to do some gnarly scheming to make it happen because I have an undying loyalty to YouTube TV and Ryan Smith's a piece of shit. So I have some scheming ways that I have to to watch it, but I'm not. If I've got choices, I'm not watching a preseason NBA game. Stay in to, And I, uh, I
0: forgot.
2: who's the who's the who? The, yeah, I yeah I. I don't think there's any, any more needs to be said about a preseason game. but
0: <laughs> I put out a tweet on the first piece. Like I was like, I can't believe how many people are so mad about, like, yeah, if the game was on, uh, I think that was on one of my days off. I, you know, I'm i not watching a preseason game on my day off. Like, it, it is different for me. I, you know, I work in sports five to six days a week. And, you know, I do get paid to watch jazz games. Like, I got paid to watch a jazz game last night. And so it's a little bit different. But, you know, on my days off, I, I do like to do other things. I have a – a life outside um, of work, um, <gasps> J Rod. Um, uh, how about you? Did you Did you catch any of that uh, that jazz game?
1: I uh, unfortunately did not.
0: Well, um, the most
2: the, mo- the most important thing to come from that jazz game. Who was that fabulous picture of Jason Kid in the bowling? Mavericks jacket that's been circulating around the internet. I don't oh know. Oh my
0: god, so many so I'm many not really memes.
2: sure why. Yeah. I mean, I love that. I love that jacket, but why did Jason Kidd agree to take that picture that? No, no
1: good was coming from that.
0: He thought, yeah. you know, he's he's like, I, I, saw- re- I look I look really tough in this. Take a picture. You know, he...
1: <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh, it yeah. looks so awful.
2: I think we all had questions on Jason Kidd's decision-making ability in his personal life and in his coaching career, and it appears as though he somehow managed to intersect, you know, two. <laughs> Two poor choices again. So I don't think he's off to a great start. Um,
0: yeah,
2: right. I do love that jacket though. I just it looks really bad on him.
0: Jason is a piece of shit. All right. So it's true. Uh, yeah, well, I, like I, I was like, oh, I didn't
2: know, I didn't, I didn't realize because I think he always wore a sweatband. He has like his tattooed <laughs> sweatband when that spot spot. Now, do you guys see that? Like, where he used to wear a sweatband tan on his phone, there's a tattoo there. Oh, no, <laughs> no, not, not, not tan line too. I didn't, uh, didn't notice that. A, there's an actual tattoo. Go back and look at it because he wants to feel like he's always in the game.
0: Yeah. Oh. Those the okay, prison, that is... the prison pets. Um, <laughs> So uh yeah, I, I I forget that like they played play the Mavs. I was like, oh, yeah, the, the and the Mavs were at full strength like um god, Chris up like I remember that guy was supposed to be the next big thing. He kind of sucks now. Holy shit. He was not. the first time they were here to turn unicorn, right? Yeah. That yeah <coughs> that's true. Yeah, it was it was wow. him in it was him in the new day that brought the unicorn to some uh, to life there. Um well, anyway, uh what you guys miss was the only good Jared in Utah had himself a game, um, twenty-two points. Um, he and he just looks, looks really good. He looks like he belongs. He had like a ste- he had a couple step back threes. He was he had handles. Um, he looks like he should be the starting point guard for the Utah Jazz. So uh, let's discuss how the Jazz sh- what the Jazz should do to make sure Jared Butler gets some uh, the starting spot. Jared.
1: Uh. Well, I mean, the obvious answer is trade uh, trade Mike Conley right now. I mean, that's that's the obvious answer, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's uh, I mean, we we assume that bring, um, him, off uh, we bring assume him off the bench, bring him off the bench and, he, and then trade him. We assume that Butler has two two full hammies. Um, we we can't really assume that with the uh, you know, even though Mike Conley is doing Bikram hot yoga, which I do recommend. I do like Bikram hot yoga. You know, we can't guarantee. its it him. DDP yoga? Uh, DDP. Uh, if he did DDP yoga, I'd be I'd be on board with Mike Conley. But yeah, unless me. it's
2: DDP yoga, I don't care. is changing lives. DDP his is yoga. Not, lives. It's not just Jake. The what's Steak his,
1: his little, what's, what's what's his house called? Wait, wait.
0: Diamond Dallas
1: Page has a yoga. He, he has, has a yoga.
0: he has a very successful yoga program. Yes.
1: Wow, that's yeah. cool. The accountability crib.
0: The, yes, the accountability. Did the, the DJ feed you that line? Did you ask her?
2: No, we watched it together. Yeah. Jake the Snake, man, what a loser! Um, <laughs> same with Scott Hall. They're Scott all losers. Hall. But um, DDP's out there changing lives. You know, he's out there just—he's giving up his own life to to rehab these 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 skeletons.
0: But hey, Diamond Dallas Page, if you're listening to this, give us free DDP yoga. We'll do it. We will do it. Yeah,
2: I'll, I'll do it all the time. The only thing they can save Jason Kier is DDP yoga. Say <laughs> only.
0: Um, uh, make sure to tag DDP in this. Um, uh, here's the thing, like well, DDP. Like, well, has... yeah, I mean. I
2: th- I think the only thing they can get Jared Butler playing time is if if, if our boy Rodney Hood taught us anything, it's just a bad case of the, the... the, hot, the hot brown. <laughs> and so you, unless, unless you just got to get something, you got to get something to catering because oh, the dads boy. are fully vaxxed so right. they can all sit together and share meals. They can feed each other spaghetti like they used to.
0: Oh, dang. And, you're uh, you're not wrong about this changing lives.
1: Holy crap. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's looking up, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, we're, we're – I mean, obviously the overreaction – but I mean, Jared Butler does look good. He looks very good for a rookie. I mean, again, it's pre- I mean, it's so hard to like just look at two games. One game that again nobody watched. We just saw highlights, and then you watch highlights of. I mean, highlights are highlights, right? You always see the good. But even when you know the the non-highlight worthy plays of Jared Butler was pretty good. Um, he just seems to look like he's a backup point guard. Um, so and I put this out the other. You know, I think we talked about it a little bit last time, but Quinn kind of is. I don't know. Do you guys think Quinn runs a, a big rotation, or do you guys think he runs a small rotation? Like I had this argument with people here at KSL, so I'm I'm, I'm just wondering. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, because I just want to talk about like, do we think that you know the Jazz run you know 11, 12 men out there, or, or or is it more strict eight, nine men?
1: Uh, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do what he's been doing in recent years and run run the smaller rotation, right? I mean, the only reason I see him changing his rotation is rest and stuff like that. So
0: I don't know. Until
1: he until he shows different. I don't, I
2: don't
0: Yeah, know. Logan Logan doesn't care about minutes, so he he probably has I don't know. Do you have an opinion well i mean
2: i i yeah i don't think that uh it's weird i mean what i want him to do and i mean uh, to tell you that i know what he does wouldn't be true because until i was recruited to join of great voice of the people the the People's podcast I didn't really pay that much attention to those types of things. So I only know last year, but it sounds like his MO has always been to keep a tight rotation and I'm fine, not playing 11 or 12 guys every night. That's weird. And the minutes get super dicey. If you're only going to go nine, eight or nine deep, that's fine. But why does that have to be the same eight or nine every night? That's my biggest issue. So that's fine. Just keeping nine because otherwise the minutes do get a little bit weird, but why can't it be a different, a different group of people depending on the matchup? But Right. we'll see i mean i i do i do find that comment telling you know and I don't know if that was more a reflection on his rotation this year or his inability to play guys in the playoffs when we blew the 25 point lead but there was that that little piece did come out where he you know Quinn didn't feel as though uh Dennis Lindsey gave him nBA quality players at the end of his bench right that was i mean yeah, I, may and, butcher- I, will, I may be butcher i maybe i'm butchering it i know but that's right. essentially what it came down to so, so.
0: Let, let's do he does small... have
2: NBA guys. He's got guys who played at the end of the bench. It's not <laughs> right. a BA only. Trent Forrest, whatever the other seventeen guys Duane who aren't Morgan, in the NBA anymore. Um,
0: uh, Matt yeah. Thomas, like so, yeah. So we talk about that 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 big blowout where they just you know just lost the lead. Excuse me. And um, you know, like again, like was it Quinn's inability to change the rotation, or was it um, uh, you know not having the right pieces, regardless, and. Um, you know, we're going to, you know, we'll never know, right? We'll never know. Uh, I mean, the three of us will probably never know. We'll never be in that circle. But, uh, I mean, I, but sometimes we as jazz fans, we pump up our, we, we, we drink our own Kool-Aid. We test our, you know, our own supply. We are we are really into our, like, man, Juwan Morgan was someone like, a lot of people were last year like, oh my God, we, you know, Juwan, perfect small ball center. Um, uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be a thing, and you know where is he this year? I think he's I don't know if he's on another NBA team. He got cut by the Jazz. Joel Brandt. I was
2: gonna, I was I was gonna ask you all about Jawan Morgan because I I won't say any names here, but some everyone's favorite beat reporter I believe was on the, Lockdown, the locked on the lock podcast this time last year predicting that gentleman should have been the starting starting power forward for the Jazz. So that's kind of interesting.
0: I mean, I, again, it's it one of those things like – but and then I think that Fairy beat writer also at the end of the year when people are like, Jawan Morgan, they're like, you want to? and I think he – again, it's it's beginning of the year, end of the year. It could be anything. Jawan Morgan is a fine player, but also, you know, we, we also don't see him in practice. Like he, he play he we, we saw Jawan Morgan in, what, two games? Um, two games um, uh, in the playoffs – the year before, or in, in high pressure games in the bubble, and he looked good. But again, we don't, we, we that's a small sample size compared to the bigger picture, which is practices, G League, a lot of stuff. And obviously, Johan Morgan cut Jerrell Brantley cut a guy that everybody thought you know could be. I guess I'm not saying they're bad players, I'm saying that everybody thought they, you know, the Jazz had guys that could be the eighth man on everybody else's bench. But they actually turn out to be, you know, what they were, 13th men, 14th men, 15th men. Um, and so maybe the Jazz didn't have the right chess pieces last year. I don't know if the Jazz, you know, hopefully the Jazz have the right chess pieces this year. Um, and we're talking about this because, you know, just a few weeks ago, I just looked up a old tweet from Ben, ben Anderson at Ben's Hoops. He said, Quinn Snyder, again, references a nine-man rotation, recognizes some teams play 10. But it doesn't seem like that's going to be the plan to start the year. So... You know, so I, I laid it all out there. Uh, I was like, all right, cool. So the seven from last year, Donovan, Mike, uh, Boyan, Royce, Rudy, um, Clarkson, who did I miss? Oh, Joe Ingles, and then the two additions were probably Whiteside at Backup Center, and Rudy Gay. Um, and I was like, all right, cool. If, if if Quinn is true to his word, you know, coaches lie or, you know, whatever, but if – and we – I have noticed, I won't say we, I – have noticed that, you know, Quinn's usually pretty strict about a nine-man, like, and he won't change because my theory is that he kind of um, uh, says, you know, this is what we practice, this is what we do, and we're not going to change because the opponent changes. We're just going to keep doing it our way until it works, and that's what I've noticed. Maybe I'm wrong, um, but I was like, all right, cool. That's the nine-man rotation, man. They're, they're leaving, you know, everybody's favorite second-round pick uh, you know, before uh, Jared Butler, Mie One out of it, and, um, the backup point guard position still were, were were you know Trent Forrest was the darling a month ago and now it's Jared Butler, um, yeah. So maybe they use a the nine man and do I mean do you guys think our team is better this year from last year, Logan?
2: Oh, I have no idea. I don't. <laughs> I mean, we there's there's no is way to early, know that. Too early to tell. Yeah, I mean, on on paper it's better. I mean, they're actual they're actual guys on the bench who have, have played mi- uh, meaningful minutes. I mean, I think that white as far as I don't know how minutes go in a career, but I figure that Whiteside and Favors are a wash as far as. Yeah, I'm strictly talking about NBA capable players. So then you look at, I mean, Rudy Gay's clearly played a lot more than, Gorgeous George has played in his career. So, uh, and then I think I think. P- P- how do we say his name, Pascal?
0: I always say he? I say Eric Pascal, and it's wrong, but I like saying Pascal because, or um, uh, Pascal because uh, I say Pascal because um, uh, uh, I like the the movie Tangled. So, um, but I think it's yeah, right so was, yeah.
2: So I mean, he's played legitimate NBA minutes, which is something oh. that me Aione, was never able to do. Yeah, I mean he and, did right uh, for
0: for that one season where everybody was injured, so they just kind of threw him out there.
2: Yeah, still one more, still, still all NBA rookie team or whatever it was, and still played more than Meehaney and the rest of that crew. Um, and then, yeah, I think that Butler is something interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that I will we'll see how it all turns. I know, we, I know, we're kind of tongue in cheek on it and giving the Jazz Twitter folks a, a hard time about the the overwhelming love for it. And in true in true Twitter form, the one of the best tweets I've sent out in a long time was me being a smartass, and people are taking it quite literally when I said he. I can't wait for Jared Butler to be rookie of the year and MVP and people are just really thinking that's the way I feel about it. So, um, we'll,
0: it's, it's, I, we'll mean, continue.
2: We'll, we'll, I mean, the, 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 here's what I will say when that, that great 37 second clip that we see, he looks really good. Um, he looks like he looks more poised and controlled than most, uh, most young guys do. The problem is we don't know, you know, what type of effort is being given on the other end. So that's, that's where it's hard to go. I, I I, I went back and forth because so I thought, you know, there's a couple of them in the highlight package. We had a nice step back three, which is, you know, that's the new thing to do, but it's also, you know, a hell of a skill. And the, But that, there's kind of a funky release. It's a little slower than what needs to be normal. But, I mean, he does he does look good. I just don't know. I hope he gets to play. I hope we get a chance to see it and see what it turns out to be. But, uh Everyone's ready to trade Jordan Clarkson for him, it appears. So,
0: <laughs> the one uh, thing
2: that's united all the vaxxers, anti vaxxers, the, the racists and the non racists, the Blue Lives and the Black Lives Matter folks is a love, is, is just this new insatiable desire to trade Jordan Clarkson for some
0: reason. The, so, jazz, pad, the jazz Pod Co op has been on that, that train for a while. Um, uh, not for Jared, though. Jared, um, uh, Jared's been on Team Jordan Clarkson for a while. But, uh, Jared. Um, no, I,
2: I I love Clarkson. I just I, that's a whole different rant for a different day. But I, there's very few people who do their job as well as his job. You can throw your stats, your plus-minus nonsense at me. At the end of the day, he was brought in to do one thing and bring offense off the bench. And it's just I don't think it's as easy as just shipping him off and then feeling that boy Do you remember how terrible the bench was before he got there? Absolutely. So we can we, we can this do is, we can do whatever we want. This and, is important and, for Jared. And, and, yeah, it's just it's, I, don't, I don't understand it. I mean, it's just it's it's just a very weird. Like, it's not even it's not even a, it's not even a single trade off. So if you trade Jordan Clarkson, you're, you're hoping to get some value for him. So that person comes back and takes minutes. So then Jared Butler isn't playing. Still, if you trade him for nothing for assets, then I mean, but that's not even the same type of player. It's just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. There's very few guys who do what he does, and he's absolutely flawed. He's not perfect, but. Outside of Rudy Gobert, I mean, who really is perfect anymore?
0: Let's see. What, what's Jordan making? 10-ish <laughs> Ten, million? I'll look something up and then uh, let me see if I can find a name. But Jared, I think it's
1: something 13 because okay. you complained okay. about an overpay.
0: Um, complained? I mean. I well, mean complained. well,
1: Okay, I, I, whatever. You You said it was an overpay.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm. Uh, that's because who thinks he lives in who, who thinks he was born at Lakers royalty? For some reason. <laughs> he thinks that if he doesn't get him on minimums, that it's overpaid. He's worse um, than those BYU fans on the internet. <laughs> uh, Jared, that 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 is that is very harsh.
0: Chris. Yeah, Jared, I,
1: I, I've I almost
0: do not agree with out. that. I've is.
2: almost I've almost tweeted this out and like just put it back the lines, But really. Like, <laughs> College, like Jazz Twitter has made me hate college football because, like, <laughs> BYU fans are the worst. Utah fans are... I don't know how... They're, they're, they're not really the worst at because sure they suck. Bro, you, I said... It, I Utah said it. State fans are sneaky terrible, too. Like, they suck. Really? <laughs> I, I feel mean, like they're the best of the three, though. No <laughs> like, way, dude. No nah, way. Nah. No. Uh, That's yeah, because I'm in Boise State country, so you watch them all complain about Boise State. Oh, it's like the, it's yeah. like the same thing. It's yeah. like they got little brother complex, and it's, like, hilarious <laughs> to watch them, like... <laughs> um,
0: Jared, before we Dude, we move, all on, three fan bases are the uh, same. Jared, exactly, uh, terrible. Before we move on, um, yeah, I mean, you love last year's team. Um, I assume you love. I mean, what what do you see the difference between the two teams that we've had this year, or this year, and last year's, or this season? Well, last season's? I, I think this one's um,
1: more versatile. I did hear some people saying that the Jazz uh, did switch everything. In preseason, a little bit more, which sounds interesting. You know, that gives that throws out a different look out there. Um, well, what do you mean by defense? Everything on defense.
0: But what the do we, Jazz, I mean, were, like exp- exp- the Jazz, Jazz were playing like, a switching defense? A switching defense. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, I mean, again, it's I see that, and I was like, all right. I mean, they're like, oh, the small ball worked. I'm like, guys, we we didn't have seven of our players. Oh, yeah. They didn't run the. i in interesting. A, I don't
1: know if it's a thing or not. It's Mm. preseason. I mean, that's that's that's, that's, that's,
0: what I'm like. Is it interesting? Is it? Uh, I mean, why is it interesting? I guess.
1: Well, because they tried something different, which is, you know, maybe that carries over into regular season a little bit. Who knows? I I just hope that we have something else in the toolbox besides what we had last year. Because to me, if you're just going to do team, we're going to be team run it back. Even if Quinn hates the phrase, run it back. If you're going to, play your cards like it's team run it back then i mean you you're still running it back that's what you're doing so i I feel like they need to do something different
0: at full strength though like what do you see going different for them? like what do you like with that nine-man rotation i gave you or even with that what do you think they can do different with that with the rotation or the men that they have the players that they have
1: well i feel like like what logan said situ have things be situational Um, like if you need more ball handling against a particular opponent or if Jordan Clarkson doesn't have it, give his minutes to, yeah, give his minutes to the rookie and see how he's doing. I mean, I don't know. It feels like there's a lot of different ways, um, that, you know, games can go, that the season could go. And it feels like the Jazz have some, a little bit more versatility. So it's like, I'd like to see Quinn adjust to situations instead of just kind of, trying to force his will of what he thinks should be happening on the situation. I'd like him to be more flexible. That's what I want, but I don't know if that's what I'm going to get.
0: And and that's, and and that's fair. Um, but so now I'll, I'll I'll devil's advocate and play the other way. Like the jazz were the number one seed in the West last year and they did it, you know, doing it the way that Quinn's sort of always done it and they sort of perfected it and they brought back, you know, seven of the, of the nine, that they had, like, seven really important pieces. Um, you know, a healthy bullion, a healthy Mike, a healthy Don. Um, that team looked unstoppable, especially, like, the first, like, half that season last year. Man, like, when they were raining threes and, like, Jordan Clarkson went on that two-week tear where he would just – he would come off the bench and he was a flamethrower. Um, True. Even, even when they didn't have it. And um, the Jordan Clarkson thing is interesting because – and we've talked about it before. Like, when do you pull Jordan Clarkson? Because – he can he can be awful for two and a half quarters but then all of a sudden that like last little bit he turns it on and then all of a sudden he's scored you know six threes in a row or something um, yeah that's very and, true and uh, you know so the Jordan Clarkson thing is this you know you know we, we, we praise Quinn for these things because it's like hey he's made sure he's built this roster to make sure it does it this way he's done it this you know he, he doesn't pull guys to you know cause sometimes when you to pull a guy it hurts their confidence. You you pull Jordan Clarkson at the wrong time, all of a sudden, you know, maybe that gets in his head. You pull uh, Boyan, um, and he did a little bit last year. He pulled Boyan a little bit, but he also didn't. But then all of a sudden, we see Boyan lock down Kawhi Leonard for one game, which was, I think, a a fever dream I had. I don't know if that's actually a real real thing or not, you know. Um, It was so so strange. Yeah, he does have a lot of pieces. And so, again, this is. Something the Jazz did last year, all of a sudden we're like saying, well, you were the number one seed and, you know, two of you guys went down with pretty bad injuries. All of a sudden we're saying, well, you know, we, we got to. And I, again, I don't necessarily agree with what I'm saying here. I'm just saying this is a devil's, a, a different view of looking at it. Um, Logan, is there is there something here that I'm saying that you, know, you disagree with?
2: I disagree with every single thing you said. There you go. I mean, that's <laughs> Like the, that's every one. single one of them. I was like trying to keep a mental list of everything that you said was wrong. <laughs> Um, and it was everything the, the, <laughs> like, I, I have this thing and it's like a baseball thing. And I, I just, I hate, I hate the, you have to do it always the same so that players can get comfortable and can get their routine and you don't want to hurt their confidence. Like that's, it's like, uh, like as a Rockies fan, uh, Jim Tracy was terrible about that. Regardless of what the lineup was doing, he'd play the same guys in the same position every single day. Cause he felt like they had to have that consistency. No, that's like, that's horseshit. Like you are a professional and you need to get out there and do what needs to be done. And I, I just don't – especially like the, the part we – other people have talked about, but we haven't really talked about on our podcast. We have like one of the oldest teams in the NBA. So there shouldn't be this – and, we, and, and we, were, we were freakishly healthy most of the year. and We got really derailed by our health in the playoffs. No, no one should be throwing any fits anymore. First of all, they're all, they've all been around long enough to where they should know where they stand with the coach and where they stand with their rotation. So we're not trying to like you know build up any rookies. If this was a Zion or this was a uh, an early Luka or someone we were playing, that, that that doesn't apply to these old men that are out there, and they're a bunch of old men. So they, they, they should be fine in their roles. They should understand what it is, and they should be willing to let other people take the load off every once in a while when it comes to that stuff. Um, and I don't remember the other things because that was the biggest one. It's just one of my pet peeves is that you've got to do it so these giant professional athlete men have to be – you know, feel comfortable. Well, maybe if they're young rookies and they're Zach Zach Wilson, a young quarterback, but this is not, that is not this. These are are some old dudes who've been around for a while and they should be fine. Um, The playoff thing is just, is just what it is. I mean, we can beat this dead horse time and time again. You know, let's, (laughs) I mean, yes, Donovan hobbled. No, Mike, absolutely got it. Check. There was no Kawhi Leonard. And I don't give a – you you can't make – if you want to make an argument to say that it didn't matter, you're crazy. Kawhi Leonard is what, top five player in the NBA? Yeah. Okay. So they were able to find a way to adjust with Boogie Cousins and (laughs) Terrence Mann. But the Jazz couldn't figure out a way to counter it. So I just – it's it's frustrating. It's like doing the same thing over and over again. But I think the important thing we talked about, I think, on our first podcast back for this season. And I think it goes back to what we're probably a common thing for us. And it's all, all eyes on Quinn. Quinn is not, he's done a lot, he's done a lot of impressive things. I get that. And used, when I first got on his podcast, he used the moniker mad scientist. And I don't know where that comes from, but if he really is a mad scientist, you know, he needs to be, he needs to be willing to get in there and play around a little bit and see what's see what's going to work. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I think the Millers were comfortable having a great regular season. I think if we were in the Miller regime, there wouldn't be the same type of, heat on him and we're going to find out if Ryan Smith is cool with it too because the expectation is to have a top top seed in the West but then to get out of this somehow just diabolical second round that seems to have an excuse for us every single season. There's always an excuse as to why we can't get out of the second round and that's the thing that drives me crazy. It's always it's always something. We just have the worst, right, the right. most dumb luck of anybody. Um,
0: Alright, so let's uh, try to remember back to last year. Like, Was there even when the Jazz were winning really well like, w- was there a concern that you had it with last year's jazz team um, uh, during the year? Like, just name like one or two things that, if you had a concern, if you didn't, then that's fine. Um, either or, either you guys can both answer at the same time. Like, is there like something? I'll say my, my mine was probably perimeter defense. I think I talked about it um, throughout the year. Really, like I thought perimeter defense was going to be a problem, and um, last year, I mean, I don't know if you guys want to copy me or what. So.
2: Is this like that? Is this like that? Is this? Is like that? Is this like that intuitive clap challenge? To clap at the same time, but no, I mean, Jared and I are supposed to be silent no, no, I, exact I just, I, I, just I,
0: I don't, I don't want to lead you guys to say, "Oh, this is what I thought." And you guys, yeah, that's, I mean, I want you guys to, if you guys have something, if you guys did I, I don't,
2: I don't, I, I'm self-proclaimed. I don't understand defense, so I can't right. say I think it's bad perimeter defense. I know that a lot of guards make a lot of points against us, and so I'm going to assume that means it's a perimeter problem. Um, my frustration last year or my concern last year was it felt like when we played the good teams, when they were at full strength, we were kind of mediocre and came up short quite a bit. We didn't really get blown out, but we didn't really have those go ahead games. I remember very clearly when we had head into the all-star break and we had Matthew L on and we were talking about though, they just finished that terrible game in Philadelphia when a lot of things went sideways and I was just kind of frustrated because we weren't getting very many opportunities at that point. We were absolutely just trucking people. But we weren't getting well, – it seemed like when both teams were full strength, we just didn't seem to do as well as I hoped. And I think that some of that stuff manifested itself in the playoffs when things got tough. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's still my greatest concern. I think there's plenty of talent. I think there's plenty of good coaching. Um, the ownership and the front office is to be determined. But I think the biggest concern is that is between the years – these guys and maybe between the legs is that sexist to say but I don't know I'll get canceled for that how big are the balls
0: (laughs) uh Barker um uh, I mean any any concerns from last year that you had if you can remember uh
1: well I do remember you and you and me discussing wing defense ad nauseum uh so I'm gonna leave that for you know because we already we already talked about that and we've talked about it so much um I mean, I think the other the other thing was the lack of uh, lack of.
0: Sorry, uh, you I'm, know. I'm watching Logan on his FaceTime right now. <laughs>
2: I was wondering where you guys were at. Like,
0: why am I the only one? I don't. On camera. My, my camera won't turn on, so I don't know.
1: I don't, uh, I don't lack of on experience. On. Yeah, lack of experience was kind of a problem, and feels like they've got plenty of early round experience now. So, I mean, if you don't break through now, I, I don't know like, when you're, you're going to break you're, you're through. You're talking
0: about playoff experience. Yeah. Okay. All right. I yeah. mean that's that's fair. So let's those fairs talk are talking talk about big ball experience with huevos. <laughs> big
2: balls.
0: Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Jared and
2: I, Jared and I, pretty much said the same thing. So we won the the intuitive clap challenge.
0: <laughs> you you guys watch a lot of TikTok. So all right, all right. So um, and maybe I do too. Because like, you did you guys
2: talks, know that Giannis has a brother in the NBA?
0: He has two. Costa Did you and, know
2: his brother wears the opposite number of him, when they stand by each other? Was that what is it that those nerdy people like talk about? The numbers are
0: a palindrome. the what?
2: Palindrom. Um, palindrome?
0: The numbers are same forward and backwards.
2: Yeah, I mean, someone kudos to the, those parents. They made some good looking humans. I mean, those are
0: attractive people. <laughs> Hey, I'm Mark. And this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning.
1: Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the Jazz and Jazz Nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us, to listen, and
0: really let's do this together. Go Jazz. Go Jazz. Be our family. Boom. Um, I wonder. So, okay, before we go back to that point, I'm going to write this down. Uh, let's Giannis just say is, there was somebody you know? here prominently in in the state of Utah that was dating George Yang. And so, I was talking to her friend one night. And, Spencer Cox. Yes, it was Spencer Cox. <laughs> I was talking to Spencer Cox's friend one night, and I was like, I was like, huh. And you know, we're just talking about them because, like, you know, the, we could see them in their seat and everything. Uh, and I was like, I was like, well, George, huh? I was like, tell me the truth here, like, like, George Yang is he attractive? Like, I, I'm a dude, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be homophobic or anything. I, I just can't tell. And she said, yeah, like she, he gets the athlete bump, which so it's a, it's a thing. I was like, okay, well, there you go, it's a thing. The athlete bump is a thing, so it helps. Um, and apparently, George Yang, um, uh, you know, and Spencer Cocked, um, uh, you know, they they were very happy. I think Spencer might be a little sad that. George's and um, uh, George's in Philadelphia right now. So, um, but back to what we were talking about: um, fears from last year, uh, tears for fears. Um, so those are the fears that we had last year. So, what if this year this this Jazz team comes out and, and does what they did again last year? Like, what if they go into the All Star break with the with the best record in the, in the NBA? Um, but those fears that you guys noticed, like you know, the Jazz are zero and two against the Lakers. The Jazz, um, uh, you know, Bojan still doesn't look like, like like he, you know, and the the Dylan Brooks of the of the world are still tearing up the Jazz. Um, and the Jazz obviously haven't been past the second round. Um, how comfortable do you feel going in with, you know, if the Jazz just roll over the bad teams again and get this great record and go into the All-Star break, you know, the trade deadline's coming up and they don't do anything. Um, how comfortable do you feel about this Jazz team? Um, uh, do you think you going into, you know, after the, the second half of the season?
2: I don't feel comfortable at all. So some of that stuff they can't dispel until they get to the playoffs. Okay. Um, what was different about last year is that they, they came out playing kind of a revolutionary style of basketball that the NBA – I mean, they did, they did it at historic levels, right, offensively. So uh-huh. okay. they at least they at least brought something to the table that was new and different. So you're like, oh, hey, maybe this is working. I was a big – I drank the Kool-Aid heavily. I was like, you know, maybe this is a special group. They're doing something no one's ever seen before. So, like, we used to talk about the perimeter defense was an issue this was an issue. But, hey, maybe they're doing something so well, they're like the the, the original Warriors where just kind of took the league by storm and there was no answer for it. And so I, I drank that up. They can't fool me with that this year. I okay. mean, they just can't. So, it's just – I for me, it's going to be hard. And, I mean, I guess if there's some, some early tests against some good teams and maybe with a normal schedule, we'll see more healthy matchups – then maybe I'll feel better about it, but there's always going to be a lot of lingering until the playoffs hit. So, yeah. Uh, but then again, I thought that last year. Then all of a sudden they did something crazy to where you just get yourself drunk on it. and yeah, believe I know.
0: it. It, 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 it right. is like we, we say it now, and then all of a sudden, oh, Jazz are on a 15 game win streak, and we're like, all right, well, you know, buy NBA, fuck off, because you know, Jazz. Got it's, it gonna to, it's gonna be
2: hard. It's gonna be hard because last year they really, really just steamrolled some people. Right. So it's like, if you see that again, it's almost like kind of expected at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, so it's 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 just it's just weird. It's like that damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. <laughs> so I don't. It's going to be tricky.
1: I also feel like they got a bigger target on their back because of last year, though. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We'll. See. I don't know how to feel about it, honestly. Um,
0: do you think that's the thing? Do you think like teams are like now, like, oh, we got to make sure to be bring a better game against the Jazz? Cause well, I think they
1: want to. They want to kick their ass. Um,
0: but they didn't want more before? I mean. I guess
1: they did. No, actually, we we were getting best. The best game from a lot of teams I, last year. I, I just
0: think like if you get to this level, like you, like maybe some some nights, but like most nights, you're probably gonna get. You know, they want to win too. You know, like I, that's yeah, what it's like.
1: Yeah, I agree. I you agree know, most like, nights. I, I don't.
0: I don't know. I, the, the, I guess the question for me is like. Does motivation work that way? I guess like if if I'm if I'm playing a team, I don't that's know. I'm not, not the...
1: an athlete. I can only speculate. I
0: know. So. I, I, I I'm just I'm, I'm trying to put myself in that position. Like okay, I'm playing the number one team in the NBA this year. You know, am I going to have more motivation or like next year? Like oh boy, they had they had the best record in the NBA last year. I better make sure I play even better than I did last year. I don't know. Like it just to me, I I, I can't imagine that type of motivation being a thing. I guess so. Um, I
2: don't. I don't. I, I, I don't think the Jazz have arrived to that level yet. Just because I don't think that they're. I mean, t- things that make you typically rise up is some sort of personal beef or vendetta there, which we've got a couple of those. And then just like I think star power, like wanting to show out against certain star players, I don't think we really. You know, people are going to rise up when they're playing LeBron or when they're playing KD, right? And I don't think a, we're, a bigger
0: you know, stage like something get convenient. that.
2: Yeah, I get that anymore because I think I, I. It seems like a lifetime ago. I, I'm pretty well sure we already bitched about how the Jazz aren't on national TV anymore, right? That's there. I'm I'm assuming. I'm I have no idea. I'm assuming they don't have very many nationally televised games. And I'm assuming we all complained about it. Is that, that fair? I don't even did think that take place.
0: I don't even think they have all their locally um, uh, televised games. So, who knows? Um. Yeah, I mean that 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 did happen, and I so I, I guess I mean we started off with Jared Butler, so maybe we should come back around to Jared Butler because, it you know I've had this conversation with people on Twitter, and people at work, because like it looks like he should get playing time, and I'm I'm worried because like we talk about this nine man rotation, and you know they brought Rudy Gay in, and Rudy Gay supposed to be this first versatile guy or whatever, be able to play you know five through two. I I mean but Jared like this there's sort of like a Donovan Mitchell. Um, everybody saw Donovan Mitchell in Summer League. We're like, whoa! And they knew right there. And Jared Butler's sword has that that same corporate shine. Why did he fall to forty? I mean, I don't know. He he, he did. Um, the Jazz only have him for two years, and you know they really got to see what they have him in have in him. Um, and it's hard because like the you know I, I think a lot of people are thinking he'll be able to fill in when Mike Conley is out with injury or out with rest. Um, the Jazz don't have a, the Jazz don't have a lot of back to backs on the schedule right now. And we assume that my colleague's not playing in those, but I think there's only two or three uh, back-to-backs in the the first part of the schedule. So, all right, cool. He has three. Do you guys think it's hard? Like, am am I making too big a deal, like, going, oh, I mean, if if we're just planning on Jared Butler filling in for when there's a rest or an injury, he might be playing one week, uh, you know, one game this one week, and then he might have two weeks off. Like, to me, that seems really not beneficial if you want to develop a rookie. Logan, I mean... Am I am I just am I making uh, something out of nothing?
2: No, you're not going to develop at all if that's what's going on. I mean, I, and I think that's one of the biggest things the Jazz uh, prided themselves on in years previous was they were, they were good at develop developing players and developing them into something. And it's different now when you're at the top. It's hard to be it's hard to develop players and compete at the same time. So again, it's it's Quinn's job to figure that out. But yeah, you're not going to figure out anything if he's just playing those those sporadic those sporadic spurts. I mean, that's not. You know everything I said. Everything I said about the the big boys, the old the old men on the team, about how it doesn't matter. It's the caveat that I attached to that was the young guys is different. So, yeah.
0: um, I mean, and Rod, that's not
2: even necessarily about. that no, that's as much about confidence as about just reps and getting right, used yeah. to things. It's yeah. not even at that point. I mean, Joe Ingles doesn't need to get used to anything in the NBA anymore. You know, yeah. he just doesn't need to. He knows what's going to come and what's going to happen. And, yeah.
0: and 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 J Rod, like this is a this is almost a litmus test or, um, uh, yeah, for for Desmond Bain. Like everybody who was like, Desmond Bain last year, well, I mean, you yeah, uh-huh. had Jared Butler, which is, he looks like he's on a similar trajectory. And I mean, but so now we're going to see if Desmond Bain could have thrived. Uh, if, if Desmond Bain had a, I don't know if Desmond Bain had a great preseason like Jared Butler. What I do know, I, I, I went and looked it up, uh, actually, was from game one, Desmond Bain played about 20 minutes. He averaged about 20, 25 minutes in his rookie season. I can pr- I I feel confident in saying that's probably not going to happen for Jared Butler. Um but i like what are your what are your thoughts on like what I've said about, you know, the the time and everything like we've we talked about this before like does went to a team that was very okay, like they want to compete but they also want to really develop the young guys more. That was probably their main goal. The Jazz's main goal is to get to the championship and, you know, right. Developing young guys is a, a lot lower on the priority list.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like um, Jared Butler is going to be lucky if he gets 15 minutes a game, average, you know, in games that he plays. So I don't know.
0: And and, and, the, and I think, I mean, my thought is, and I'm going to take a, a line from Logan here if Jared Butler is playing heavy minutes, that probably means something has gone wrong in front of him, you know, an injury to. Mike Donovan or Jerry Butler or sorry sorry uh Mike Donovan or Jordan Clarkson has opened up those minutes or and so we were like well you know we'll just have Joe not be the primary ball handler and okay I mean that's that I don't remember that being that many minutes you know like I remember Mike going out a little early in the first quarter and it was Donovan and Jordan then it was Mike and Jordan there might have been a few minutes where Joe was the point guard out there with Clarkson and three I, I think there, but Maybe that was eight minutes a game, and so yeah, and and, and now we're saying we're trying to take minutes from um, like Conley and Clarkson and Donovan and Joe, guys who are you know as good as Jared Butler is, probably better for the Jazz to win now and to you know win a championship this year. Guys who are better um, than Jared Butler. I don't think I'm being controversial saying that, but then again, I say stuff that I don't think are con- is controversial a lot of times. Ends up being, you know, kind of something, but like so, we're taking minutes away from players who are better to try to, you know, get Jared Butler in there, and maybe that, maybe that is the right way. Like, maybe we do need to find a way to, or, and when I say we, maybe the Jazz need to find a way to, you know, take away some of these minutes from these guys. You know, I'm sure Joe Ingles could probably do with a few less minutes here and there, um, and we we probably do know that Mike Conley is going to rest. Sometime during the season, and but we're really hoping that his hamstring is, is not. I mean, it's been an issue for two years in a row, or two seasons in a row, and that's worrisome. Like, you don't want you don't want that to be the reason that Jared Butler takes menace, because you get to the playoffs. You'd rather have Mike Conley than Jared Butler. Am I right? Yeah.
1: So I think that's fair. Um, well, well, MVP Jared Butler says different.
0: But. Right? Yeah, I, I'm already planning. I'm uh, you know, going to the Hall of Fame when Jared Butler gets in. So, um, and I, and I, I, don't want to sound like I'm hating on Jared Butler. I, I just have a lot of concerns, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe it's just because it's preseason and we haven't seen anything yet. It's just hard for me to imagine that it's going to go well for the Jazz right now, um, with the Jared Butler situation. Like, you know, we say the cream ra- ra- raises um, uh, uh, raises to the top. Um, we we say that if Gordon Hayward was here, Donovan Mitchell was gonna find minutes anyway. This is a real litmus test for a lot of things that we said could happen. Jared Butler, if he's the truth, if he's you know, like the, it will prove a lot of things that we've said. And maybe we're maybe we're wrong. Maybe all the stuff that we've said on this podcast, on Twitter, everywhere is wrong. And he, they find a way. They play him. You know, they figure out how to slot him in there, and it changes the Jazz. And you know, maybe and maybe by. You know, December twenty fifth, we'll be like, "Fuck yeah, look at this!" We'll be jacking off to his picks or something. So, <laughs> LeBron, so.
1: LeBron will be afraid of the Jazz. Yeah, LeBron.
2: why? Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all about the situation. I mean, the Donovan comp is just ridiculous because Donovan essentially had to beat out Rodney Hood. Um, it wasn't it, on a team that just lost what they thought was their franch, a franchise cornerstone, right? So it wasn't the same. It's not the same situation they're walking into, and that's why. You said Desmond Bain got 20 minutes because that's more of what Memphis was doing, right? Why, why, why do why do people think that Gordon Hayward would have held back Donovan Mitchell? I'm so confused by that because
0: because uh, because like, really
2: Rodney hood, Rodney's Hood was a shooting guard, and as we've seen time and time again, Gordon Hayward is very passive and not the alpha male <laughs> dude. So why do we think that that would have
0: been uh, different? I think uh, especially Gordon team. Hayward
2: would have not given. Was Gordon Hayward the one keeping Rodney Hood from having diarrhea? I'm pretty um, sure he had diarrhea back when <laughs> Gordon was there, too.
0: I think um, uh, it comes down He back had diarrhea back uh, in
2: Duke, if I remember correctly. Dookie
0: dookie. <laughs> I think it comes down to, like, um, we were scared of, like, Quinn, you know, kind of, again, sticking with what he knew. Like, we didn't need to – like, the Jazz didn't need to rely on Donovan Mitchell. Like, that, that sort of, like, pushed it off because, like, Donovan was pretty bad for the first couple weeks of the season. And all of a sudden, like, scored, like, 50 or whatever on, on uh, New Orleans or like it was like 40 or something but then like he just kind of shot to the top end like were those i guess the theory is the shots weren't going to be there if you already had Gordon Hayward there and you know maybe Ronnie Hood all of a sudden doesn't get nervous i don't know what like what caused him to have whatever it might have happened and maybe not i don't know it's a butterfly flapping its it's a wings in in, in the desert so um, yeah, I, just
2: told, I, I think, I think Gordon Hayward's pretty well proven all overall personality wise on and off the court He's not going to be someone who would have really impacted Donovan's trajectory. And I don't think he would have helped it either. So yeah. it's just a weird, it's a, I, I saw it come up a few times again, this yeah. obviously this week is everyone. There's a lot of people who are making Donovan Mitchell comps. Um, and I, I don't know. It's just, I mean, I, I don't think it would have impacted anything the and that, as, as much as, as much as Quinn thinks he's in, in control of everything. He's not in control and they're on the actual court, and Donovan, as even to his detriment, many times we saw he does his own thing, and so I don't think that Gordon Hayward is going to do that. He's going to be standing in the corner, just hoping that Delonte West isn't giving another wet willy. So <laughs> true.
0: So I guess I mean like the I mean Jared Butler was a second round pick, right? The odds of you know the number forty pick hitting to and I I, make, I say this a lot. I said you know when the Jazz drafted Mione. Daryl Brantley and uh, God, who the Justin Right Foreman? I was like, I was like, you like ideally, or like you think the ceiling for those guys is probably going to be something like George Yang, who turned out to be, you know, even better than at, at that point. So like, and the comp I make the that because like George has played himself to probably being maybe the eighth man on a really bad team, you know, or a ninth man on a really good team, and so like, and that's that's. I mean, and I don't say it disparagingly. I think that's a really good spot to be in. Like, if you can be a, a a solid rotation piece to, you know, get 18, 20 minutes a game as a second round pick, like, you really have to fight and, and, and prove that I mean, you belong in the league. Jared Butler, you know, odds are he's, you know, n- not that many 40 picks get to the superstar. We've had one second round pick win the MVP, you know, in, in, in Jokic. You know, I can think of a couple, I mean, who are the other, like, really great second round picks? Paul Millsap, right? Mm-hmm. uh um, I mean, but there's, it's, it's a small list. Like, you maybe pick out one a year, maybe one person every other year that you go, okay. Like, and, and when I say, like, I mean, like, all-star status. Um, multi, yeah, and yeah. some
1: of them are drafting stash guys. So, like, it's almost like it doesn't count because it's, like.
0: Right, right. Because, like, those, those are guys that, like, they had to draft in the second round because they knew they had to wait three, four right. years before they could come to. Like Marcus I think is, is someone that we're thinking of like there. Yeah, like he was drafted. Exactly. In. He didn't come to the league till you know three or four years later. Um. But yeah, so like, I mean, the odds are. But I mean, now we've seen him play. You're like, oh well, you know, there's some skills. Like there's something there when you see the highlights. When you see, when you see him on the court, there's there's something to it. Um. You saw on the court when he played in Baylor, right? Uh. Next to Davion Mitchell, um. Are those, are those the Baylor boys? I always forget. So. um but yeah, so I mean, you, you can see it. Like you, you can see, use your own eyes and 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 make uh, make a judgment there. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I, I started this thought without actually knowing how I was gonna end it. But um, yeah, like I mean, it, it, it it's good. It could be good. I'm just my fear from my fear from last year are still there, and I also have a fear that I don't know. We I, I don't I don't think I have enough evidence to see uh, that Quinn uh Chris Hardeners and Chris Hardeners teams have shown that sort of versatility that you know it sounds like the Jazz went out to try to get versatility in the draft in the in the offseason but then again you know maybe he surprises me maybe maybe that's the reason like maybe him and Justin Zanuck worked together this offseason to go get um uh, that team maybe it works maybe it doesn't so um, oh
1: well, that that is one thing I forgot to mention on the things that I felt like improved this year. At least we know that that the major organizational rift is gone, the major one. I don't know if there's l- other little ones that are still lurking, yeah. but
0: I wonder the if, Dennis uh, Lindsay
1: and Quinn tension is at least gone.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how close Justin Zadik was to Dennis, uh, Dennis Lindsay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. When I heard there was a rift between Dennis Lindsay and Quinn Snyder, I you know sort of believed it. I have not heard in this the very young season of any rift between Justin Zanuck and, and Dennis Lindsay. so and maybe the jazz did adversely. like I don't know, I don't know if Eric Pascal Pascal um, uh, is any better than Juan Morgan and Joel Brantley. I, I have no idea I can't tell you that. Um, Hassan Whiteside apparently is good. I'm, I've seen I've seen reports for both good and bad uh, throughout his career. Rudy Gay, uh, you know, I don't have real complaints. I mean, I, I, he's older, um, and I think he fits. I just don't know if he fits in the same way that we all think, you know. You know, They talk about, like, five ball out, like Rudy Gay can play center. I'm like, guys, and a five ball out means you're putting one of your two best players on the bench. So I'm not quite sure that's going to be a possibility for the Jazz to use. But, you know, if – Rudy Gay's out there with Royce O'Neill in the last like five minutes of a game. That would surprise me, but yeah, then, but it's a,
2: well, yeah, that's yeah. the thing is, it's, it's adjustments aren't made like that's where the, the the scope becomes too overwhelming. You don't make an adjustment to say that we're going to go five out for the entire se- second half of the Clippers game, but you go long enough to get them to stop fucking around in some stupid shit. Oh, yeah, that's I, what you do it for, and yeah. you you pull them out of it long enough to where you you get them to stop it. Um, and I, I don't know. Ru, 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 well, I, 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 somehow we haven't talked about Rudy Gay's not even healthy.
0: Right? He's not. Nope.
2: He's not even. He's not even cleared to have to play yet, right? He's not even
1: cleared for contact. I
0: so I mean, when you're 36, injuries take a little longer to to heal. So. Uh, well,
1: I, I I will say I, I was kind of glad that um, I guess their follow up reporting said that the bone spur wasn't on the same. Uh, Heel that he had Achilles issues with, so I, that that sounds promising.
0: Yeah, and At I least. Mean, we'll we'll see uh, what happens. Uh, I mean, it's still a young season. If he misses, uh, one of my controversial tweets was that I think the first two months is treated like a preseason anyway. So who cares? And then and Brian got...
2: Priest said, "You're you're Brian Priest said you're a dumb idiot for yeah. that."
0: <laughs> so did so did um punko I was like, I was like, guys, I was would, I would just saying, like, I, I'm not saying the the wins and losses don't matter. I was just trying to say, like, you know, there's probably going to be a justice made in the first couple months. Like, honestly,
1: when you said, when you said that, I was like, everybody who watches football tells me that they're like, we could just push back the NBA until football's over. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, who's, who is speaking the mind of like thousands of sports fans? I
0: just, I just think, well, so I get, let me explain it just a little bit better than I can in, you know, 280, whatever characters is that, we're, we're saying preseason is 2 weeks long and then that's enough time for teams to test out and adjust what they've been working on all offseason and now oh, that know, makes... and now the jazz are not even using one of those games cuz they're sitting seven of their guys they didn't use both games cuz they're sitting guys and for for rest and stuff so like what what i mean by that is like you know the jazz are probably going to use the first month to kind of tinker with things and oh. uh, you know like i mean the wins and losses do matter um, they're all weighted, you know, 182 tooth, um, uh, which is also a different rant I have. But yeah, like they might use the first couple months. I think all teams use the first couple months. Like you know what? We tried something for two weeks, didn't work. We should probably try something else. And that's oh, what I meant.
1: By oh, that. so you're saying that that phrase uh, during midseason form actually has some kind of meaning? Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um well I'm um, a well, and,
2: well but, uh, uh, what Brian was getting at I'll, I'll be Brian Priest for a second because I know we're pretty much the same person <laughs>
0: um
2: and that is I I, I never even thought I had, in all my years I have never even thought about it from this perspective and I'm going to paraphrase and speak for him but essentially his his thought process was that in the first few months of the season you're getting teams who essentially everyone is you know in theory healthier and believes they've still got a chance whereas the second half of the season You've got teams that are already in tank mode, or injuries, or stars, are disgruntled, and those first couple months, you actually get a more true test because those guys are actually playing more full strength. Is that was that the summation of what he said, or did that did he come I to me in a dream and whisper that in my ear?
0: That sounds pretty good. It <laughs> so feels what?
2: like that was more characters than what he used.
0: I want to I want to like follow that because like if that's true, the Utah Jazz should be NBA champions because they were the best team in the first half of the year last year. So that's the only part that should count.
2: Well, it was just injuries, so that's, I mean, no, that's what you he, got no. wrong oh, here. Is wow. It was it, only injuries. It doesn't matter. So. Yeah,
0: like we start with the If we can just first... take, if we
2: can just take, so the, the issue with, 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 with Gerard Butler is, uh, <laughs> it's not, it's not his, he's got, he's got two good hamstrings, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought his issue was he
2: couldn't act. It, 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 he's got a bad heart, I think. He does, is that what he it, does have a bad I heart. mean, Butler's, but, Butler's got a bad heart. So we yeah. put him in, if we just put him and combine him together, just take, take the hamstrings off of him. And give him to Mike Connolly will be fine. Yeah,
0: it's for it's, so, so the it's Trent gonna... I, And I guess Trent Force is okay. not a thing anymore. So yeah. Um, Who's Trent
2: Forrest? Honestly, yeah. like, give me a break. The guy's on a two way contract again, right? Go
0: to him. Um, uh, I mean, Brian, and I had this uh, conversation right before the Jared Butler game, and I was like, Trent Forrest might be the backup point guard. Who knows? But now I'm uh, like, I was like, well, you know what? After seeing Jared Butler play, Joe Ingles place. is the backup point guard. Yeah, and that's that's also true. So, um, <laughs> guys, I'm uh, you know like you, Logan has to. Uh, can can you illegally stream down there, um, uh, Jared?
1: Uh, technically, because of the Wi-Fi that I'm on, um, no. Interesting. I mean, I mean, it, it's it'd be precarious. I might be able to swing it. It kind of depends on the
0: site. Yeah, you do, you do love swinging, so, um, yeah. Like I'm, uh, you know, we're all like, and and the, the thing is, I'm pretty sure, uh, and I don't think this is like telling a secret or anything, but there's two years left on that AT&T Sportsnet contract, so.
1: Oh, it's two years. I thought it was just the one. I think
0: I think a lot of people thought it was one. And let's just say I had a meeting where they were like, "Yeah, ATC Sports has two more years with the contract." And I was like, "Okay." And I, Think I talked to.
2: Well, how? How? Well, who, did, did someone's floating out a shit ton of misinformation because everyone's saying <sighs> that this was the option year they picked up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think that's incorrect.
2: Contracts are weird though, dude. Like especially working with so many contracts, people will take the interpretation. If they're all options and yeah, there's, there's there could be two more option years. Yeah. But an option could also mean go kick rocks
0: right so let's just say that nuggets games. They're they're you know, they're trying to find ways to move the jazz games off that, but the people that I talked with were like, Well, that's not possible for two more years, so let's not worry about that. All right. So that's where I heard it from. And they make a lot more money than I do. So I pain, think they probably, pain. they probably know what, so yeah. So yeah, at and is probably there for two more years. Like I'm sure there's somebody out there that could look it up. It's, it's public information. So um, gotcha. Go, is go, it? I'm pretty sure. Go ask, go ask uh, Larson or, I mean, it's not the Anderson. government.
2: So now do we know it's public.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's articles about like when I said, Oh, you know, the jazz had whatever. And, and yeah and then i, I, yeah,
2: said, no, I'm, I not, I'm not i'm not being a smart that's legitimately different from everything i've been reading from people so if that's yeah. true that's a significant shift from what yeah so uh let's see all of david lock all of david lock fighting
0: i can't verify it i just said i heard it in something and again, somebody who makes a lot more money than I do—that makes whatever. Was it Dick
2: Norris? Did Dick Norris tell you? Dick
0: Nor- yeah, Dick Norris is the CEO of um, uh, this company um, of, of Utah, I think, of right? Utah, so of, of the Tabernacle. He's actually the ham-
2: he's actually the hand controlling the puppet yeah. Caillou that you guys call governor. I
0: think I think he's also a piano player at the Tabernacle. So
2: um, the Tabernacle's gone. Who? got yeah, more the, time on his the, hands. The
0: old Tabernacle is gone. The new Tabernacle will be opening sometime this month. So. Oh really.
2: It's going to be like a strip mall in West Valley or something <laughs> where is it going to be?
0: <laughs> it's, it's somewhere in downtown. So like I don't. Know. I, it's like, they're like 3 blocks. Well, I hope it's
2: over by the Ma- I hope it's over by the, what's it called on the Maverick side? Should put the old Hollywood connection. <laughs> that still around.
0: Connection.
1: The office building now. Yeah.
0: So Oh, is it? Go, yeah. go 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 stream, go find you know, follow the Reddit Jazz uh, accounts. Uh Adam Silver fan page. Um just just use a device that you don't need, do any banking on cuz you know, I can't. I can't guarantee that people aren't trying to steal your information. Um, you know, I, I, I use old iPads, so you know, I'm like, yeah, go ahead, try to steal stuff off this. I don't know, and maybe they can. Like, I, I shouldn't challenge them because, like, maybe they're like, oh, we're on your, we're on your, are <laughs> your like Wi-Fi, cry. motherfucker. They're like, yeah, oh, we'll like, show yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, like I'm on, I'm on your 5G microchip. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, go go stream some Get Jazz games. Um, uh, and uh, sorry if you have Dish. Sorry about your sorry about your luck. So um, uh,
1: that that is painful. I feel bad for people. That was right. like,
0: um uh, and Imagine is, if
1: you just got like, a Dish contract and like they announced <laughs> the next day. Like, like, what the hell?
0: And, and because, like, I, I, part of the reason that, like, uh, I think Germs or Jeremy, one of those guys from the, that podcast, was like, um, uh, they told me, because I said something about Ryan Smith signing. They're like, no, the Millers did. And he sent me an article about it. So, um, the yeah. Millers did what? The Millers were one that extended the contract before Ryan Smith took over. So, like, it happened on Ryan Smith's watch, but it was because the Millers had signed it before Ryan Smith got there. So, um,. <laughs> My friend Sam at work, he he talks about like Denver's, uh, how Denver has their set up, like the owners of the Nuggets, like set up the fucking altitude channel for the Nuggets, the Rockies, and the and the uh, the Avalanche, you know, so like they made their own fucking channel. And, I mean, no, the have...
2: Rockies are the Rockies are on AT&T oh, an
0: AT and T. Oh, Oh, like I'm. Uh, but yeah. the
2: Aval- But the Avalanche and Nuggets are on Altitude, which is like a station. Yeah, just essentially what K-Jazz was a long time ago, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, they they got they got plus they also have radio and whatever like it's all one thing for those teams. So,
1: well, that's because cronky's uh, a huge sports guy, like mm-hmm. a huge sport. Yeah. He owns all kinds of, yep. he owns all kinds of sports teams. So,
0: so let's hope yeah. for, maybe Ryan Smith has something in the works. Uh, like I, someone was asking Andy about because like they talked about if every Jazz fan paid one fifty, right? That would still be like way less than what the Jazz make from the ATT Sportsnet contract. So right it's just you know
2: it's not possible right now it's 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 not even that hard to it's not even that complicated it, it's it's this simple stop the blackouts Yeah, like people can get you can go you don't you can have the best of both worlds it's not as complicated it's not you you don't no one no one's strict no one's flipping strictly to streaming it's not the even it just doesn't work that way. No one's doing that. You get that. You're not going to just get a streaming so service. Just turn the blackout off so that if you live yeah. in Utah and you've got shitty dish, you can give the NBA that additional $150 to watch your damn team play. Yeah, it's Blackout's not even a matter. So, and So I don't know if that goes NBA high, but that's that's still going to be an issue. Yeah, that's, so, that's, that's, that's an Adam
1: Silver. But to, but a, but a uh, stream doesn't
2: fix that guys like a stream doesn't correct a blackout because that's why when i have my streaming services i have to get on my vpn because the stream still picks you up and gets your location and says you're blacked out like streaming doesn't fix that like, yeah. they, there is a streaming service it's called nba league pass <laughs> that's not the problem yeah. it's called that you have a blackout rule so like it's just it, i guess if you put it on a channel like KJAZ, which is never going to happen again it's not going to be on free tv it just isn't like it's just it's it seems like people are missing the point. You can have AT&T and you can still do your shit. You just need to let people watch it. But I don't know how high I don't know how, how high and deep that runs. I'm assuming that doesn't isn't necessarily determined by um whoever that guy is. Right. And
0: I, I could <laughs> be Greg wrong. Miller. Like I I have to like remember cuz like when I first learned about blackout rules And this works for, and I think this is like NFL, NBA, it might even be MLB, I don't know, but like, I don't know about MLB, but at at least for NFL and NBA, because I know Jacksonville Jaguars had this problem for a while, um, the blackout rules are in place because if the team doesn't sell out the arena, um, uh, then those games go to blackout. I guess they were. You guys would
2: never watch a jazz game if that was true. So that's true. That is, that is, I have heard that's true for the NFL because they play once a week and they want to. But the, the blackout stuff for NBA and MLB is different. But the,
0: for for streaming, right? For like it was like NBA TV and streaming. If it was if it was already like contracted into KJazz or ATD Sports, Net, those are like you can watch those without being blacked out because the cable company pays the jazz for those for those rights to the game. It's all the other stuff. And again, it could be more complicated. We probably need to have someone smarter. That was just my understanding of the blackout rule, and so it could be wrong well be so being, being
2: someone who's so being someone who's been blacked out while trying to stream through MLb TV and also been blacked out by trying to watch through direct tv it doesn't matter a blackout is a blackout like a, a blackout pulls your location and says you're within this zone and if you don't have cable or you don't have a cable or a satellite provider in that zone you don't get to watch it
0: and yeah and my opinion mean, antiquated because like I like that's what I heard from you know decades ago. So um, yeah,
2: I mean the football one is I, I just as long as I know football is all based upon. I mean there is some regionality tied to all of it, but it's also more about just they do want a stadium, folks. It's one time a week, but if they held that standard to baseball and basketball, you we, I mean dude, there's very few games anyone would be able to watch on TV. All
0: right, uh, Ryan Smith, please come on to the high notes. We're we're getting we're, we've almost cracked the top one thousand top Jazz Utah Jazz podcast. So. Come on, on Tell us how this all works. That's all we want to ask you and some other things. You
2: have just yeah. got to add him all the time, right? Isn't that a trick? <laughs> yes. to add him. I tried to. I, I, uh, guess so.
0: I tried to add a couple of guests and they they haven't responded back. So like my, my you just need is... to add
2: Anna Kendrick and it will be golden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Technically, I have to add um, uh, Zach Braff about Anna Kendrick, and that's uh, that was the trick there. So um, I'm
2: not sure if Zach Zach is. I, I can never tell it's Zach Braff the guy. The other guy from Scrub, the guy, the, from, Scrubs he's the the white guy from uh the white one What's the what's other show that was on TV that everyone liked where he was this the secret spy agent guy? Chuck. Uh-oh.
0: Chuck, yeah. That's same yeah, inter- <laughs> they're the, the, they nice, the same
2: person. interchangeable, goofy white guy. Also the same as the Also the same as the dude on The Office, right? What's his name?
0: Uh Which one? Dwight Do you know the one? Oh, um Pat Measley. Jenna Fisher. They're like all white. I don't know. Yeah, all white people Michael Scarn. Uh by Michael Scott. Creed, Creed.
2: Creed right? Creed is, the, Creed, Creed is the best thing. That Creed, ever. Is, the Creed is the best character. thing
0: Creed is the best thing in the fucking office. So, um, I kind of, I kind, I kind of actually hate the main characters, but Creed, Creed, Creed um, uh, makes me laugh almost all the time. So,
1: just at Creed, that's what I need to do. <laughs> Honestly, the main characters in the Office are terrible. I don't understand why people love it so much.
0: It's a fun show. Like, I mean, it's fun. I don't love it as much as Parks and Rec or like Friends, but you know, I I, I understand the appeal to it. I don't hate it as much as I used to. So I mean I'll watch it. There there are some good stuff. So
1: um, yeah, I admit there's some decent storylines in there, but I, I don't know. I've never really been drawn to it like some. It seems like it's why, a would, mag- why a were we guessing Logan. Um, uh, it's not a personality
2: trait. It's not where your personality traits, it, Jared. It should not be a personality trait. <laughs> no, it's um, definitely
1: not one of the
0: So, um, uh, being I, a I, fan I, of The
2: Office is not a personality trait.
0: <laughs> I know DJ Honeypaws. Being um, a friend uh, of
2: Friends is not a personality trait. Who?
0: DJ Honeypaws <laughs> was watching Squid Game, but what were you? Um, uh, what were you watching that you refused to watch Squid Games?
2: I was watching a squid game, wow. I was the one who kept watching it. She fell asleep.
0: <laughs> well, she she tweeted out that I'm um, uh he like what did you tweet out about like watching something and she retweeted it, it was like he'll watch this but he won't watch Squid Games with me or something like that. i have to go. Hills. The, the Hills doesn't oh, even the matter. Hills. The Hills is one
2: of the greatest yes. pieces of Yeah, that's not even <laughs> on the same level here. I mean I don't it's even know. fucking Hills.
0: <laughs> I, I watched the first season of Laguna Beach, uh, but I'd never really gotten to the Hills. Even though Low, Low Low is my girl. So I was team low all the way. Lauren. Uh, Okay, yeah. I don't know. You team Lauren or Team Kristen? No, oh, Elsie for sure. Elsie, yeah. Um, uh, Jared, Elsie or T, or Kristen?
1: I don't know. I was on a mission at the time that this show okay. was on.
0: All right, lucky you're, you're going on a be.
1: mission for 12, 20
2: years, Jared, the <laughs> longest mission ever. Wait, was that
1: show on for twenty years? I don't know. I Dude, that show yet. was
2: on since we were like sixteen till now. It's still on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that show is still on. She she was married to Jay Cutler, sir.
2: Yeah, dude, Jake um, oh, is that's so good either? on that. Married
1: to Jay Cutler? I
2: don't know who that is. She's She's hot. Hot. She is hot. Jay Cutler is a quarterback. He played for the Bears. <laughs> no, the, I don't know Dolphins. who the chick is, dude.
1: Um, isn't he Dolphins? paying her some kind of crazy alimony or something?
2: No, he said he would not. Oh, <laughs> he said he would not he, he, he told her to get a job, I believe is what he said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Jared, what are you watching then? What what what's on your, what's on your TV?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I, I was the actually Southeast watching Utah, Marvel's yeah. What If recently. Uh, yeah. That's actually,
0: pretty, it's actually pretty decent.
1: I was surprised, like, there were some dips in quality on some of those episodes, but
0: no, the finale was decent. God, you're wrong again. Damn. That's, that's what? wrong. That's wrong. There was no dips in quality. It was all good. Um, what? Are you serious? Yeah. Is, Hair, very you enjoyed serious. all those episodes? Very there was serious. a couple of them that were kind of, eh. Oh, Wrong. wrong Jared again. hates Ted
1: Lasso, too, though. He also
0: does hate Ted Lasso, so.
1: I do not say I hate it. I just, I hate I hate it when people hype up a show so much and then I. Sam disappointed is out there watching Ted
0: Lasso, getting ready for the finale. Hey, there's
1: is, nothing wrong with Ted Lasso. The, I'm the just,
0: finale uh, is on right now, actually. So
2: I think it's gone so long I have to commit to not watching it. Like, I just have
0: to be that hey, guy. I've been there. I've done um, that before. Like, I haven't seen Avatar yet, the, the blue one.
2: I've never seen Avatar either. God, Fat Chris and, and Papa Bait, rest in peace, would be furious with us if they
0: still knew that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you mean, like Papa the cartoon? Bay, Papa, no, Avatar Papa the Blue People. I said, Avatar, dude. I said Avatar you're the Blue People. You're talking about the cartoon, right? No, no, I love that the, show. Avatar the Blue People.
1: Oh, that movie. Yes. Okay. I, said, I thought you were talking about the TV show, like the Nickelodeon I TV said, show.
0: Why? Well, I did say Avatar the Blue People, so... Um, but, I,
1: I didn't hear you say Blue People until just now. Like, I heard you say Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. You guys talking gotta,
0: about Blue Man Group? Put, <laughs> put, your, put your listening ears on. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean... You could, Logan. I will say that you're you're depriving yourself of some really heartwarming stuff, and also some just like really like Jason uh, uh, Sudeikis, excuse me, Um, that lucky bastard married to Olivia Wilde. Are they still married? I assume they are. I don't keep up with that stuff, but um, no, man. Olivia Wilde was dating uh, (coughs) Harry Styles. Sorry, sorry, Jason. Oh shit. I mean, maybe I think you just penetrated her. and ma- and maybe that was maybe that was all uh, all, all they were in it for. But uh, yeah, Jason. Let Sudeikis. me go-
2: hold on. Let me Google it real quick and see. Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> Did penetration. He penetration. Um, Jason, Jason Sudeikis is a hard name to spell. Yes.
0: No, uh, not S- Jason Derulo. I S- don't give a shit about Jason Derulo. S U D E K E I S.
2: It says this. Let's see here. Otis, he has kids.
0: No, well, there you go. Uh, anyway, really good performances by him. Like I really like him. Uh, uh, like you know the the like supporting actors they have there. So
1: I keep hearing that everybody hates Nate now, and I'm like, oh no, and Nate did something bad. Like that's like yeah, good. people
0: are people are kind of bad, really bad at spoiling the show. They 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 spoiled a lot of stuff. So that was a spoiler warning, I guess. Sorry if you haven't seen that far into Lasso yet. Yeah, he definitely uh,
2: penetrated her. They have Two kids. Okay, well, yeah. I mean,
0: that's that's pretty much as much proof as I need. Uh, uh, for the <laughs> penetration, so um.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, she's she dating Harry Styles now. Though, no, no, no.
0: oh, uh, interesting. Well, I, I, mean, I guess I'm, I just said that. I don't know if it's actually interesting or not. who um, trans sugar high? Ooh. What was that? A oh. who trans sugar high? Yeah, watermelon sugar high is definitely not about eating fruit. I'll tell you that. Um, oh, I want to I go for some watermelon right now, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, uh, we we usually let the, let the show devolve in the last 15 minutes here. And I think we've done a pretty good job.
2: Yeah. You are successful. Man. But since we're getting back into the swing of things, I do have some shout outs. I know I said I did Twitter stupid and they're still stupid, but um, you know, in true in true jazz fashion, I'm going to convince myself this is the right thing to do. Um, so I'm going to shout out cruising kook who actually was calling, asking for the jazz high notes to come back. I don't think that's ever happened before. So he not only called it, but then thanked us for giving him an episode, which is that's, that's hard to top. He's we'll a good, we'll be sending who, no, he seems like a great guy. I'm just, I, I'm looking. Just DM who your uh, underwear size. They'll be sending some jazz pod, pod co-op undies.
0: That's jazz um, jazzpodcoop dot There's uh, thongs. There's t-shirts. There's tank tops. There's beer koozies. Uh, with every purchase, the thongs, I
2: think... the, 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 the thongs are off menu though. You have to just know the right person to yeah, ask. Yes, right, right,
0: right, right. <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, I think there's, there's, a... there's a
2: few other there's a few other folks here. Master Commando always talks Broncos with me too, which I appreciate. I'm, since the NFL is a bunch of shit bags, I, I can't, I have to hypothetically live my Teddy two, Teddy two Gloves dreams through. People are laying it to me through the Twitter, so he's my he's my eyes, my seeing eye boy. Um, <laughs> Bluecast11, formerly November Downcast, always a big fan of us in the pod, big fan of me, which I always appreciate. Um, the Kingspeak podcast actually has the jazz pod co-op in his bio. That's a big step.
0: What? So uh Damn. I, know
2: he, I know he's listening. yeah, I know he's listening to our stuff. And then uh last but not least, uh Casey Zendel, average homeboy. And I don't know <laughs> the guys I, I know the guy's handle B Wargold, B W O R G I L he's got the pepperdine thing in his thing. We had a good throwback to the howl recently, the, the party oh up God, at Utah the State, and that thread that thread gave me life. It reminded me of a lot of things I didn't I just forgot about. Come and then the- not long after that I saw I saw a picture of the moose that you know, the moose by oh, Weaver State, State and they took a picture of they got hit. Yep. And I thought, you know, remember that time we went that dance at Weaver State Weber when State. I dressed up as a used car salesman? Yep. And yeah, was coincidentally that night someone tri- tri- drove their car into the lake. Yep. So it That's was the... uh it was it was perfect timing.
0: That's when Logan had his neighbor come over, really cute girl. Um, and uh I met her for the first time because I tried to hop in her car because I thought it was my brother's car. And it was very awkward, but now her and I are very good friends. So it worked out really well. That's a big win.
2: That's a, that's a big win for you. And last but not least, we didn't get enough. We didn't get a chance to do this because it happened when we were on hiatus, but you brought it up earlier talking about second round picks. And it just needs to be said, and that is fuck Paul Millsap. (laughs) I think that that needs to be said. What about Elijah Uh, and Ronnie? I can't say anything about Elijah for fear of retribution. Um, Who's Ronnie Millsap? Is that a country singer or is that a yeah. Ronnie
0: Price? What are we... Ronnie Millsap. is a singer of some sort. I just, I don't know. I just assume they're all family. Um But you're right. And yeah, if we talk about to... Elijah, we need Jared to take notes. Uh, what was that, Jared? <laughs>
2: Jared. <laughs> Jared, show us your pen and paper. We're gonna have
1: to make sure these notes are very, very specific. Very detailed notes. <laughs> Elijah, notes. Got it. Um, you no, know, I was I was gonna ask you guys: um, Are we gonna do? Uh, are we gonna bring back Fat Curry Factory this season?
0: Fat Curry. I mean, he's he's not on the team anymore, so we're gonna have
1: to. Uh-huh. Uh... <laughs> We'll have to rename it something else. We'll have to call it a uh, Jared Butler's M- MVP corner or something. The Butler
0: did it. Oh no, let's not do that. No. <laughs> the Butler did no, it. No, let's not do that. Butler's Here's that segment
1: in. called The Butler Did It. Back to <laughs> who, a Butler. Who tried protest Okay. It,
0: all right, here we go. If, if we do a, a Jared Butler segment, we'll call it we'll call it the Ask Jeeves segment.
1: Oh, that's, Ooh,
2: that's great! That is, that well, we, is, we, that's we should actually hype up that we're we're, we're gonna do another. Right. How are we describing it's gonna do next another, week is uh, the you, call you, in you, show. You describe it better than I did.
0: Yeah, the next week is gonna be um, uh, it's gonna if you remember, you know, our our pod therapy, we're bringing that back, but um, instead of pod therapy, just call in, and we're gonna do NBA predictions because they're stupid, but people like to hear about them. So we want to hear about them uh, where we think everybody's gonna end up next uh, next or uh, this season like in two weeks. Uh look for the Zoom link because I, mean, I, I don't think Twitter Spaces is, is a thing anymore. Um
1: No, it's still a thing. Is it? Oh,
0: I just maybe, yeah. maybe maybe they took it away from me, I don't know. Uh I just haven't seen Spaces. Um, um I haven't seen Spaces I in my I Think, think it
1: depends on like often I
0: used to have it. I just don't have it anymore. I, I haven't seen it anymore on my on my feeds. So, uh, uh. and I maybe. Well, either can, way, if you, want, um,
2: if you if you if you want to participate, just send me a DM. with your name? Yep. Um, a home address, social security Dragon's number, Watch. your routing and bank <laughs> number.
0: Um, um, I'll tag you know I'll tag her right now or maybe tomorrow when people are awake. Um, you know, Dragon Squatch and Go to Distance Forty Nine. Be like, hey, you want to, you you have thoughts? You want to call into the, the high notes, the high notes podcast. DM these two fools uh, at real DDP. You're welcome to come on. Um, talk about DDP yoga. Talk about Jason the Sake Roberts. Talk about your, your um, uh, favorite match against the macho man, Randy Savage. Um, yeah. Talk about it all. So uh, yeah.
1: Or, or yeah, we could even make it jazz centric and have him talk about Carmelo. Malone.
0: Carmelo. Malone. Uh, the jazz. Uh, yeah. So uh, next week, for the night owls, maybe we'll do it on a Sunday or something. I don't know. Just got to figure out a time that people will be able to call in, I guess. So, um, yeah. Uh, we, we usually record... I mean, right now it's almost 1 a.m., and I don't know if people want to sit here and bullshit about jazz with us at 1 a.m. Some people will, but maybe a lot of people won't. So, uh, we got to get we gotta get Mark on. We got to get Brian. You know, the Jazz Pad Pod Co-op. I don't really say pad. The Jazz Pod Co-op in full. So, uh, yeah, at Dragon Squatch, um, at Jazz—not at Jazz. Go to www.jazzpodcoop.com um, uh, to see all the jazz pod uh, podcasts on there right now. What, what podcasts are up there right now?
2: What podcasts are up there? I mean, it's—it's—it's. It's, it's, uh, there's us. There's the Jazz Gals, So that's a, not, not a while. There's
0: twos and threes the gen
2: z boys who were formerly home for home court press yeah Mark, gen z that's Doug weird because the of twos uh, and threes like
0: like am um, a uh, did they the did they we've joined got the, Wolf the pack? hive up
2: there we've got dog and deuce up there oh. we've got uh who am i forgetting germs
0: germs, Jedi and germs. yeah um because i'm uh like i'm a gen z like joint. some sort of like are, are we like nwo hollywood and then gen z went to nwo wolfpack Cause they they join. I sure the...
2: hope not because I love the Wolfpack. They can be the old. They can be the old Hokko I want to be the Wolfpack. <laughs> Don't uh. take this from me.
0: <laughs> that's uh. That's what. I used... it does. So the
2: website's got everyone's links to everyone's most recent episodes yeah. there. So it's a, it's a one easy spot to get it all, and then also order your your uh,
0: JPC. Um, uh, yeah, JPC uh, merchandise. So we got. I think there's stickers now, right? You guys made stickers for uh, Dog and Deuce. Or are we still working Yeah, on they gave
2: us stickers. They they, they gave us stickers, yeah, nice. so we we'll send them out when people do nice things for us. Yeah. and put them anywhere.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I need I need to get give away some get, get some jazz against fans against racism stickers to give away. So, um, yeah, okay, cool. You, guys. Did you say jazz fan against racism? Yeah, jazz fans against racism. So get Jared it. brought me a sticker from them. Yeah, get get some Blair Hodges some uh, action <laughs> back on here. We we want to talk to everybody. We, we want to talk to the Clayton's. Uh, Riley if he ever talk gets back to me uh, bring Riley back on uh you know br- bring the jazz ladies back on i mean we we, we want to have a, a good season you know season 4 the the season of four letter words so um yes yeah check it out and um uh, you know what guys i think um, uh, we're good to go Aight. that's it we'll see you guys next time